Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Four, three, two, one. problem there yeah there was something weird there i don't know everything sounded fine on my end i'm okay. telling you guys it's sound wave trying to get into the show yeah i'm like sound wobbly on our end but i suppose good enough to pass muster since we gotta get going here um anyway welcome to another installment of the fragments of silicon reviews um this week we've got two games uh, first up is Sudden Strike 4. Um, oddly enough, the fifth game in the Sudden Strike series. Because um, fuck numbers. Gaiden? I think it's because... Um, I'm seeing on Wikipedia it's the fourth standalone version, which probably means like the uh, there was a expansion pack or something like that. Mm. Yeah, after five games, it shouldn't be sudden strike. It should be expected strike at this point. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, sudden, uh, middle east, sudden strike isn't a video game series I'm all that familiar with. Uh, it's been around for well longer than the publishers, uh, the current publishers, been in existence. Um, this get. Uh, the modern uh, games are produced by an outfit called Calypso Media, um, and they only date back to 2006, and the Sudden Strike series goes back to ooh, about the turn of millennium, um, put out by a completely different um, publisher and developer set. You know, yeah. So it's one of those franchises that's bounced around um, from outfit to outfit. And I guess it should be noted, um, Calypso is also the guys who have been in charge of the recent releases of Tropico, if you're into that Correct. franchise. I I enjoyed the original Tropico. I have a couple, of, like, I have Tropico 4, but I haven't played it yet. Um, as far as Sudden Strike 4 goes, I'll admit, this is my first go at a Sudden Strike game, so I couldn't tell you what's changed from title to title and the intricate details of what's changed in the series that's not uh, that kind of review well, this is definitely going to be a lot more casual um, than I'd imagine some other reviews out there would be no. um, at any rate so the Sudden Strike 
uh, franchise is a real-time tactics game. And there is a difference. It's not a real-time strategy game, um, mainly because there's... Um, it's in the difference in the words there. Um, this is like if you were to put, uh, you know, take a typical RTS game, you know, let's say Company of Heroes, something like that. This would be a mission type in that in that kind of game. It's there's nothing like base building. There's no gathering resources. There's no skill trees. There's nothing like that. Um, that would be the strategy part of the real-time strategy. No, this is about having a limited amount of, uh, you know, infantry, uh, tank divisions, um, support vehicles, what have you, and um, attempting to win objectives in a uh, series of campaigns. Um, I think it's about seven to eight battle. I think it's seven to eight battles per um, faction and there are three factions you start with the Germans um, then you go over to the Soviet campaign and you finish up with the Allies now you don't have to play them in that order um, this is being arranged by um, by uh, chronology you know so and this is a fairly standard um, World War II trope. Like, uh, Call of Duty does this a lot. Um, at least the World War II ones do. They'll go through battles that ha you know, that happened here, then here, then here, but sorted by date. Yeah. Like, so, and as far as the gameplay goes, if you've played an RTS game, then you you will be um, pretty familiar with um, how this game works. In fact, you might be a bit frustrated that um, it's a bit limited in its scope, since you know you can't do any of the, you know, like you can't build your own units. Um, so you oh, have you to only start out with uh, you only have whatever you start out with on the battle. Um, not quite. You do get reinforcements as you complete objectives. No. So as the um, campaign moves forward, um, you will get more vehicles, you will get more men, you will get more uh, support vehicles. So you're not completely having to um, manage resources throughout the entire mission, but... Um, if you lose a bunch of tanks, you can't just build more tanks. You know, you do have to um, take care of your assets. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And this isn't just about, you know, making sure they don't get blown up. Um, vehicles, tanks, um, armored cars, uh, what have you. Um, really, all the vehicles. Um... They have to, you have to maintain fuel in them. You have to um, make sure their uh, ammo is rearmed. You know, actual stuff that you would have to do on battle. It's really light touch stuff, but it's still there. You know, and more than you'd probably see in an RTS. Um, I mean, I, 
granted, you could see that in an RTS, but it's also, oh, hey, this uh, vehicle's out of fuel. I'll just build a new one. I have done this before. Which arguably isn't the way you're, like, intended to in an RTS, but also, you know, the fact that it's an option is intentional. Right. It's like, you know, that's kind of what I'm warning about here. Um, You're, you know, your ability to maneuver throughout the battlefield is encumbered by the limitations of your resources. You know, you just, you know, you, and there, yes, there are limitations in RTSs, but those are much, much um, higher than what you get in a um, sudden strike mission. That being said, um, the the missions are not a, nearly as long as an RTS mission can be. No. On the other other hand, um, one of the big failings of this game is it doesn't really provide save points when you reach new phases of a mission. And that can be frustrating when you might want you know you might want to do something over because you've taken too much damage you you know you've done something to um maybe fuck you over and if you want to replay the mission you have to replay the mission from the start and while the, you know this is shorter than uh, you know an RTS mission uh, sudden strike four missions can still take Anywhere from 15 minutes to an hour. Now. So not short for anything but an RTS. Yeah, uh, like RTS matches can be even longer. Have you seen someone play StarCraft? Yes, I, I've played StarCraft. I, I've played a lot of RTSs. Like, you know, and uh, like I said, and, you know, in Sudden Strike 4, I had a very methodical style. You know, it's like, you know, I'm going to bring up my tanks here. I'm going to bring up my infantry here. You know, uh, you know, uh, scouting was a bit of an issue since I don't think there were any dedicated scout units. Now, in, in there the, is fog of war, then I assume. Yes. Yeah, there, there is fog of war, and indeed, um, you're kind of like one of the reasons why you need infantry around is because um, the fog of war with um tanks is pretty limited now there's an there is an ability um that allows you to have like like um one of the soldiers open the hatch and look outside but i would never recommend doing that because doing that um your tank is much much more vulnerable yeah it's it's you could open the hatch and look outside yeah i can get shot in the head yeah i'm like that (laughs) (laughs) now Presented as an option, I just never used it. Indeed, um, this game actually has a bit of advanced wars, of all things, in it, in the fact that um, you have different generals, real-life generals, from the, from the World War II. Um, that's another thing. If you're looking for historical accuracy, this game has it in spades. Um, in fact, it's probably doubling up as an educational tool. Now, as, you know, it's going to run through a lot of battles, you know, some of the battles you'll know, like Stalingrad, um, Operation Overlord, what have you. But you're also going to run through, uh, you know, smaller battles in France and Poland and what have you that you probably 
if you have even heard about in your um, middle school um, history class, it got glossed over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are even um, bonus videos you can access that will give you a brief overview of each battle and why it was important and all that stuff. You know. Um, once again, it's not really breaking any molds as far as World War II games go. I mean, like I said, I remember the earlier Call of Duty titles doing this exact thing. In fact, um, like Call of Duty 2 was done in conjunction with the Military History Channel, which was a thing at the time. And even if they haven't done it as much in a while, uh, World War II strategy games is hardly a untrodden field. No, no, no. Like, even though this isn't like a, a first-person shooter, like um, World War II games probably date back to you know near the um, like probably not too far off the end of the actual World War II. I mean, uh, shit. Uh, Avalon Hill. They had their like Panzer Tactics series or Panzer General. Mm-hmm. Whatever they called it, the, the board game series, and that's just one of them. Access and Allies, another one. Um, and I could go on. You know, World War Two, um, especially like you know, from tactical and strategic perspectives, have been explored a lot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this game isn't really isn't gonna, this game isn't really going to win any design awards for anything um, in terms of originality, like. You, you like if you played a World War II game, you've probably seen its style or its um, messaging or you know its historical flavor. In this case, um, dry as a wheat bix <laughs> Like, it, yeah, it, it, it's you know, it's very um, it's going for the clinical history approach. Hmm. Like, you know, it's. On the one hand, it's like not focusing on the atrocities of World War II. You know, none of the Holocaust. In fact, um, you know, the German Wehrmacht aren't being represented by the um, Nazi flag, probably because Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah, so, so that they can sell the game in Germany, which you know. Yeah. I'll note Calypso is a German publisher, so yeah, that yeah, you're you're not going to get any Nazi symbols here because. Um, you literally can't have those in Germany. Yeah. Um, See that American who made a Nazi salute recently and then got decked in, in Germany because, you know, it's illegal and also frowned upon. Yes. Um, and, you know, that being said, it is a bit hard to recommend from the um, real-time tactics or the real-time strategy sets. You know, when you've got something like the Company Heroes series out. Obviously, this isn't uh, meant to directly compete with that um, franchise, but it was always in the back of my mind when I was playing Sudden Strike 4. Yes, there are a lot of World War II games that you're competing with when you make a game in this, Mm -hmm. you know, setting and genre. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, Company of Heroes also has... It's considered to be one of the greatest um, RTSs of all time. You know, made by one of the premier studios. But that's not the fault of this game. 
you know, it does what it sets out to do effectively. It's just, you know, its presentation um, is on the dry side. Its production values are um, very impressive. Like, the graphics look um, pretty phenomenal, actually. That's um, good. Yeah. You know, it, it helps. Um, like, so we get to one of my biggest caveats with the game. And that is pricing. Try to guess how much this game is. Uh, 40 bucks. Twenty nine ninety nine. Nope. Uh, yeah, I would probably... Oh. It's fifty dollars. <laughs> uh, that was being generous. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that—that's some reactions. Isn't that yeah. like? Isn't like like? I cannot think of many games on Steam that are fifty dollars. Let me just say. I'm like, it is. Uh, um, I'm like, is there DLC on top of that, or is that at least all? Um, there is DLC. There was pre-purchased DLC that I saw, but there's no available DLC to purchase right now. Um, okay. So that's something. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, $50. Probably because this is considered to be like, um, a, you know, it's not just like an indie, uh, it's a B-tier game. You know, it, it's, a. Uh, it's higher than indie, but lower than triple A um, in the spectrum. That being said, fifty dollars for this, ooh, you know, it's only got twenty mission, uh, twenty twenty one missions, and okay, um, there is something, there are things to bolster that you can play um, skirmishes, um, both against human players and against the computer, like. It, it's team gameplay and all that. But it's hard it's hard to uh, to um, justify that price for a game that's this limited. You know, if it you know, if it had all of the options of a you know, a typical World War 2 um, RTS, I'd probably be more inclined to recommend it like um but uh and it does have modding support um i don't oh, think yeah, I that's, saw that's any... something that's nice to have yeah Is i mean it, i don't, don't really use it but yeah it's like it's a thing that's nice to have and that that will um prolong the game so long as the community is there mm -hmm. if the if the community isn't there, then that means jack shit. That's kind of the... It's kind of like multiplayer. It's a really good selling point if you... But yeah, it's dependent on there actually being people to play with it multi. Right. And this game might not have those things, both multiplayer and modding. You know, uh, it's not an unknown game, but... Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's pretty niche as well. And that, that's working against it. You know, it's unfortunate. Um, anyway, uh, so uh, sound and music. 
once again, um, it's going to be a lot of typical World War II stuff. Uh, I don't recall any in-game music, but the title theme is very um, what you would expect. Uh, you know, it's very military music. A lot of drums, a lot of trumpets, a lot of um, four-four time, which is you what know is appropriate for military. Yeah, no, uh, I'm thinking of two four time, aren't I? Yeah, two four time is march because yeah. left, yeah. right, left, right. Yeah, you know, it's you know, it's military music, and it's go and it's invoking, you know, remembrance of our forebearers and the sacrifices they made. Now, nothing bad. You know, it's just um, that really flows into my overall assessment of this game. Um, it's pretty decent. Um, outside of some very, uh, very high production values, it, it's all you know, standard World War II, pretty standard, um, if restricted real-time strategy um, trappings, mm. I'm like, and I'd give this game a six. It sounds kind of, it doesn't sound like it sounds like a fairly decent game, but man, there's a lot of stuff you could buy on Steam for fifty bucks. Yeah, it's like it's really that <laughs> price. It's really it's that fucking price. I'll tell you, like if this game were twenty thirty dollars, I it'd be an easy recommend. Fifty dollars, I'm like, ooh, that's you know that that's I, I get it's a new game and. You know, yeah. If the price goes down, or if you get it on sale, it's probably a pretty solid pick. But yeah, I mean, like the original Sudden Strike trilogy, you can get for um, like fifteen dollars. And Company of Heroes is twenty dollars. The original one. Company of Heroes is still expensive, but you know that was AAA title. For fifty bucks, yeah. Even things like uh, I'm just looking around on Steam, uh, like Armello uh, Collector's Edition, I Am Setsuna Collector's Edition are all in the fifty buck area, but those are all collector's editions. Yeah. I, I, and um, also worth noting, this does have a physical release. Once again, uh, you know, got to be European to to get it. Well, I suppose if you import it, it's probably going to be compatible with your computer. Yeah. It's also available for the um, PlayStation 4. Um, and uh, that brings up the, uh, hey, RTS is on consoles, yay or nay. I have no opinion on this, but a lot of people would just give that a big fat nay. I'm like, I'll be honest, I don't know, because I don't know how if it takes advantage of the um, PlayStation 4 um, controller. Because the play, like um, the PlayStation 4 controller, would theoretically be able to handle it better than um, other controllers because of that touchpad. Oh yeah, it has. It's not a very big touchpad, but at least it's something for swipe and gesture. Yeah. And and you're gonna need that kind of um, um, control for this game because it really wants you to organize your uh, troops into units, like. Uh, that's uh, pretty. Uh, that's pretty at the core of gameplay. You know the old, um, you know, take a bunch of things, group them together, and you assign them a number. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you're go you're gonna need um, 
a mouse and keyboard for that. And then Unit 2 advances to the left, while Unit 3 advances to the right, and Unit 1 hangs back in the middle. No, not the self-destruct Oh, man. <laughs> you know, as far as RTSs on consoles, well, you can do them, provided you develop them for a console. You know, I'm looking at Halo Wars here. Yeah, like, and yeah. it should be known that PS4, depending on the game, will support mouse and keyboard. Okay, yeah. I, I just say a lot of people have fairly visceral reactions to RTSs on console. Don't blame them. Like, uh, like, I don't want to imagine trying to play this game with, with an Xbox 360 controller or something like that. Um, anyway, uh... Is there anything else we need to cover in uh, terms of this game? Not that I can think of. Alright, so... I think that'll about do it. Uh, well, um... Coming up next is... Um, a game called Looter Kings. And we have things to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> Such an enthusiastic laugh. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I, I couldn't hear you over the sound of goblin penis. <laughs> and on that note, I think I'll um, wish everybody a, uh, you know, a good gameplay session in between the break. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.